Through our baptism, we share in the prophetic, the priestly, and the kingly identities of Christ. When we live out of our baptism call, we share that ministry of Jesus. A prophet speaks the words of God, especially when the people are struggling to follow God. The kingly ministry of Jesus uh, is to reign, to bring order, to organize. And Jesus now reigns from heaven. Jesus' public ministry was very prophetic. He attacked the hypocrisy of his day and he challenged people to have that authentic faith grounded in, in the Lord. This leaves us with the priestly ministry of Jesus. When did that happen? What's that about? Jesus' priestly ministry occurred most clearly the night of the Last Supper and during his passion, his death. He offered a sacrifice to reconcile us to himself. When Jesus' ministry of teaching and preaching was rejected, he sort of made that shift then to the priestly ministry of suffering and offering sacrifice. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, um, partly because of these readings, because I believe we in some way need to make that shift as well, or that change in emphasis. In some ways, the prophetic message and mission is kind of being ineffectual these days in our current climate. And so just like Christ did his did in his own time, we too are, I think, being invited to let go to some degree of the prophetic message, not that we stop completely, but that we really take up now this priestly ministry. All three roles, of course, of Christ are needed. They're all needed in, in their own way and in their own time. But there are times in the course of history when one of these three is emphasized in a particular time or for a particular need. And I'd like to suggest that we're entering into a time in history when the priestly role of Christ is being called forth in all of us, the baptized. We are all being called to unite our own sufferings to Christ's passion. And we are to offer this for the salvation of the world for the conversion of hearts, and to overcome the brokenness and disorder that we see in our world and in our church. So through a reminder, through our baptism, we share this priesthood of Jesus Christ. Now you might think, that's a little funny, I haven't heard that, but we are priests. We offer sacrifice here at the Mass, of course, but there's other ways which we do that. The role of the priest is to offer sacrifice. In the Mass, we gain the strength to unite our struggles to Christ, and it's here that we are reminded of what we're doing, what our life is about. Let's think about how we participate in the offering of ourselves outside of the liturgy, beyond the confines of the church building. Where and how do we offer sacrifice? How do we exercise our priestly ministry? Where do we experience this priestly offering in our lives? What are the sacrifices and the sufferings that the Lord is asking you to make in your life? Isaiah today reminds us and talks about this as part of a means of how we follow Jesus. He says, through his, through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. So this is the part of the Isaiah where he talks about the suffering servant. This language calls to mind our, our offering, our expiation. By being willing to undergo suffering and hardship, we can make atonement for others. Our hearts and our souls are stripped of the non-essentials and we become one with Christ in his passion. I know this language might seem a little funny to you or might seem kind of like, well, what, what are you saying, Father? What, what are we, what? But 
think about it. We're, we are a priestly people, and so we offer this sacrifice, and we unite ourselves to Jesus. When we're willing to sacrifice for others, and just take on sufferings for love of them, it is a Christ-like thing to do, and it is a priestly thing to do. It is difficult because the world does not think in these terms, and the devil cannot understand this kind of love because he's radically, it radically opposes his selfishness and his egoism. It flies in the face of what the world around us values and expects. And by offering this priestly sacrifice, this action of uniting ourselves to Christ and his passion, paradoxically, it brings life from what normally causes death. We share in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now, maybe we are experiencing the cross through ill health or an illness or injury to ourselves. Maybe we are experiencing the cross in the divisions we experience in our families, in our workplace, in our country, amongst our friends. Wherever we are suffering, we can offer this priestly sacrifice by uniting it to Jesus. So when the prophetic message is rejected in our world, when our words, our warnings, our pleas, our requests even go unheeded, it is by uniting ourselves to Christ through the cross that Jesus can heal the world. This is what we can do to live our faith in such times as these. Now Jesus didn't avoid the cross. He didn't fight against it. He embraced it for the salvation of the world. In our own small little ways, each of us struggles, each of us has difficulties, each of us is suffering in some way. We can share this priestly offering of our lives, of our experiences, and we can accept the passion, the sharing in the passion with Jesus and love for one another. When we choose our own comfort, our own safety, our own desires, rather than making sacrifices for the sake of others, it's a clear sign that we are not yet conformed to Christ crucified. Is this surprising? No, right? Most of us don't right away jump to say, yeah, crucify me, that sounds like a great thing, you know? I'd like to do that. It, but it is, right, it is a clear sign that when we, when we won't sacrifice for love for someone, when we won't give ourselves for love of someone, when we do that, it shows where our heart is at. And so we might look at that and say, okay, where am I? Do I ever do that? Do I ever sacrifice? Do I ever give myself to others or for others? This is what it means to share the cup of Jesus. The apostles didn't understand that today in the gospel. And often we do not understand it ourselves. When We want the glory, right? We want the glory. That's what they were looking forward to. We want to sit at your right and your left. That sounds great. And Jesus is like, really? You want to sit at my right and my left? Okay. We want freedom from our sins, but we aren't willing to accept the cross for others, to do something for their salvation, for their good. Jesus challenges us to become a priestly people who participate in the sacrifice and offering for love of others. He says, Jesus says to us, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. Jesus is our Savior. We can't save ourselves. We're not the Savior. But when we unite our sufferings to Christ, when we do that, we participate in the redemption of others. I think this is something we are all being called to do to some degree. It's something 
we look around and we see the angst, the struggle in our world, maybe words aren't going to do it right now, but can I offer my struggles, my pains, and offer them to the Lord and say, Lord, use these for the salvation of the world. Use these for the good of my brother, my sister. The prophetic message of Christianity is, in many ways is being rejected. And so we are now being called to the priestly ministry. Are we willing to go to the cross? Are we willing to accept the self-oblation which will unite us to Christ and bring us, uh, bring good from what often seems like evil? So by our baptism, we have this office and this potential to offer priestly sacrifice. Are we ready to, to do so? Are we ready to make that offering of our lives? I struggle with this. I don't know if you do or not. And so I don't ask this of you. I'm simply realizing that we need to do this. And I'm realizing I need to be better at it. And I just want to invite all of us to talk to Jesus about this. Is this something that Jesus is asking me to do? Asking you to do? Because I think it can transform the way we experience our suffering and our difficulties and even the disunity that we experience. There's a lot of suffering and hurt and struggle in this room, all the people here. We all have it. It might be hidden, but can we offer God a sacrifice? Can we unite our sorrows to His for love of others? We may not understand how this can change things, how this can help, but I can only imagine that at the foot of the cross, Mary didn't understand either. So brothers and sisters, I think maybe the Lord is calling us to be that priestly people who offer ourselves, our struggles, our difficulties, our lack of understanding at times to the Lord and ask that he use it for his glory and for the salvation of souls.